Good afternoon and welcome to the 330 Sports Show. My name is Justin Coffin. Today is Tuesday, October 3rd, 2023. Two Youngstown State football players in with us. We got uh, number 82 over here. Jake, uh, is it Benio? Yeah, Benio. Benio. I just want to make sure I pronounce that right. And Michael Voitas, right. defensive end from uh, Poland, Ohio. And right. Jake, you're from uh, Marietta, Georgia, yeah. right? So yeah. uh, local guy and a guy from down south. <laughs> and uh, we're going to get into their backgrounds here in uh, just a minute. So um, something I've been doing with all, you know, you guys and like some of the girls that have been playing basketball and stuff like that, numbers. I always want to know why you guys choose the numbers you choose. So let's start with you, Jake. Um, number 82. Honestly, why 82? Came into college and that was only the only number that was like available for me. Okay. I, mean, I wore like 19 and 18 growing up and all that kind of stuff. But okay. Like when I got to, when I got here, 82 was like one of the only numbers available. Okay. Like, okay. Might as well use that. And yeah. And next thing you know, kind of just stuck around. It's a good tight end number too. Yeah. I mean, Perfect. Shannon Sharp and Jason yeah. Wynn, all those guys. Exactly. So it's a pretty good number. Exactly. And uh, I, I saw YSU put this little clip out. It was like quick questions with you the other day. And you mentioned your favorite movie was Varsity Blues. Love that movie, man. And you know who number 82 is? Tweeter, right? It's Tweeter. Yeah, Tweeter. Yep. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's on Tweeter, baby. Um, all right. So, Michael, why why uh, 42 for you? That's, like, not a usual, like, defensive lineman number either. No, so it's definitely not. And there's no particular reason as to why uh, as to why I have it. But when I came to Youngstown, I was just getting thrown – First, I was a tight end, and then I went to no. I came in as a D lineman, okay. Went to tight end, and then got switched back to D line. Um, so I was 92, 89, 28 for a minute, and then now I'm 42. So okay, really, there's no particular reason. Just running the gamut. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Okay, I would like to get 33 because that's what I was um, all in high school and all, all the things like that. And but, are, uh, are you a junior this year? I'm a redshirt sophomore. Redshirt sophomore. Okay, so yeah. perfect. So yeah. third year. Yeah. So you got at least two more years. So yeah. they, they can yeah. we'll stash away 33 yeah. for you. Yeah, we'll figure okay. it out. Okay. <laughs> I do like 42, though. It's a, it's yeah. a good number. Jackie no, that's Ro a Ronnie Lott, Jackie mm -hmm. Robinson, all those good guys. I so. Well, I I'm always like to do my research on like numbers and who wore them and stuff uh -huh. like that. So, um, yeah, you mentioned with 82, you mentioned uh, Shannon Sharp. Uh, but Ozzie Newsome, yeah, uh, you know, Jimmy Smith, Don Beebe, Raymond Barry, those are the ones that uh, came out for me. 42, I mean, Jackie Robinson, yeah, you know, it's like, um, but Paul Warfield from Warren, Ohio, played for the Browns, played for the Buckeyes, oh, yeah. uh, War 42, uh, Ronnie Lott, yeah, Mariano Rivera, and then Pat Tillman, too. Okay. That's one that like sticks out yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Great numbers, either way, either yeah, way. Number, sure. and I, I mentioned I played one year of high school yeah. football, I did wear number 82 really? that yeah. year. So, uh, um, all right, let's go to NIL. Uh -huh. So, you guys are with the Penguin Collective. So, explain a little bit about um, the name, image, likeness, how that has benefited you guys, and how you kind of got involved with the collective. So, whoever wants to jump in and take that one. So, really, um, how I got it started is really just tons of hard work i mean what i think about it too nil is something like football is a job and yeah. that on top of school people don't really understand what it takes and what we do every day and that's fine that's just that's how it goes but then you go out on saturday and you may not make a play and like oh i could have done that but mm -hmm. they don't really understand all the work that you put in prior to get yourself in that position but um with nil it's just hard work to get you in a position to whether whatever you do with the 
with the money. I mm-hmm. like to take care of my body more, eat the right foods or get vitamins, whatever it may be. Um, making sure I just have some money for a rainy day, whether I need it for gas or whatever. Um, so just yeah. getting started with hard work and stuff like that. It's, and, it's huge for us. Yeah, no doubt. And you know, what other job too, where a college kid goes out and uh, gets injured on the job exactly, too. So, yeah, so, um, you're going through a little injury right yeah. now, a couple week thing you're yeah. hoping to be back, but, yeah. uh, not many uh, occupational hazards with most college yeah. jobs. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, all the money that you get uh, well-deserved, that's yeah. uh, injury job compensation there yeah. too. Um, Jake, so how about you? What What is the collective and like what has NIL meant for you so far? I mean, in reality though, like I was, like when I got here, like that wasn't even like a, a yeah. an afterthought, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. so like my second year of college, I was already <clears> working 30 plus hours during the summer is trying to make money. Like even this off season, I was working down NC like liquor store. Oh yeah. And there in the summers of sports world, just, you know, trying to make money and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But then like NIL comes along and it's like that, like just amount of money, just because like they appreciate the work that you're putting in mm-hmm. like, all the hours and all the, the, you know, aches and pains you're going through and with school and all that kind of stuff. It's nice to know that like someone actually appreciates the mm-hmm. effort that we're putting in. Okay. Being able to actually help us just with like some money. You know, just like he was saying for, you know, for gas or, you yeah. know, maybe even helping paying off rent. You never know. Mm-hmm. Like, or like, you know, maybe want to buy like a nice pair of shoes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Or just like go to a nice dinner or do yeah. do something random some right. nights, yeah. you know, it's, uh, you know, all the, t- all the time you guys put in is well, well-deserved. And, uh, you know, again, what college students going to go out there and like pick up a normal job and then, you know, have a couple week injury for that. Or, you know, just the hours you guys put in the film room. Yeah. You know the weight room practice not to mention going to class and all that stuff so um i would like to thank the penguin collective a lot for yeah. helping us all out with everything they've done for us it's been incredible so they yeah. I, I love it because i you know in the in the missouri valley conference too i believe they were the first one i don't know how yeah. other many re- collectives yeah, there are i remember them trying to compete with old mrs collective and stuff mm-hmm. like that the grove so they've been they've been jump starting on everybody trying to get us and that's why even with expectations with winning like it disappoints us when mm-hmm. we don't uphold the standard that we we rightfully we need to be at that standard of winning and um when people are doing things for us and we don't win it's like come on we got to get the ball rolling so we're still like still working hard doing whatever we need to do to get that ball rolling so yeah yeah I and, appreciate that um and you know you being a local guy jay yeah. you're not from here but you right. know you've yeah, been here long enough yeah. that you're yeah, no, you're a mahoning no, valley guy now too, yeah. Yeah. yeah so um you know you're you know this youngstown area we know has so much invested with yeah. you guys the penguins yeah. the whole university yeah. uh that you know the collective is doing such a great job. Um, All right, let's take a quick break. Uh, We're going to run a commercial spot real quick and we'll be right back. Halloween is scary, but not as scary as no heat in the winter. Call Mighty Mike today, not tomorrow for fall maintenance service. 330-207-7070 or visit MightyMikeHVAC.com. This program proudly supported and brought to you by Eric Cromer, Cross Country Mortgage, a wiser way to mortgage. This program proudly supported and brought to you by the Youngstown Drip IV Bar, helping the Mahoning Valley reach its wellness goal. 
This program proudly supported and brought to you by Youngstown Computer, the Valley's IT company. All right, we are back with uh, Jake and Michael. So um, I want to, like, when did you guys realize playing in at YSU or Division One football might be a possibility for for you guys? Um, honestly, like for me, I, I I was late to like the recruiting game of football. I didn't really play like. I didn't take a varsity snap of football until my senior year. Oh, wow. Like, okay. Like one uh, true high school season. Okay. Like, my whole life, I was playing baseball growing up. And yeah. Like, yeah, like, I played middle school ball in, like, my freshman year. But then I ended up deciding to try to focus on baseball because, for me, back at home, baseball is huge. Like, yeah. It's, yeah, definitely. Like, where I'm from, like, Cobb County is considered mm-hmm. one of, like, the top, like, amateur recruiting areas for baseball all over the country. No doubt. So, like, trying to compete in baseball and all that, end up blowing up my shoulder pitching, my labrum. So I'm coming back, not really the same. And then next, you know, like my high school baseball coach at the time told me, he was like, I think you should go back to football. And I was like, okay, why not? Like, might as well. Yeah. I get back into it. And thankfully my homeroom teacher was a coach in the staff and he ended up being the head coach for my senior year. Okay. We ended up uh, going like 12 and one, like huge season, nationally ranked at one point and all that wow. kind of stuff. And you know what? Like it was weird for me because it was like all these schools would come in. They'd be like, oh, we like your film, but late to the recruiting game or our sure, are filled sure. up or we just don't know like how we're going to like be able to like get you in mm-hmm. kind of like that thing. And it wasn't like a great thing. It was just more like you're just that late to the game. And yeah. then next, you know, though, like thankfully with like my dad and Bellini, like knowing each other and some other schools offering, like I ended up getting the ball rolling just enough to where I can get that offer. And I was like, okay, like now I'm can honestly say like, I'm, I'm good. Like yeah, being able to compete at that level against like top, like, four and five star guys every single week in high school. It was like, once I really started figuring it out, it was like, okay, I can do this. Yeah. Georgia high school football has really (laughs) risen. I mean, you, you hear Texas, Florida, California all the time, but Georgia is like right there. there. I mean, my high school right now, they're like top 20 in the country, like easily like undefeated. They have like, I don't even know how many FBS power five guys they have on the roster right now. It's ridiculous. That's awesome. It's like all over, like, the metropolitan area all over the state no doubt like it's nuts so um you came in recruited under Polini, correct yeah so explain that relationship you mentioned your dad and him had a relationship yeah so my dad and Bo, they came in together i think it was like in 86 they came in together at ohio state they yeah. both played defense and all that kind of stuff and because of that they kind of built like that friendship and after like when they were all done they still kept that friendship going and sure like even to this day like they still talk all the time so like that kind of relationship that's just how the relationship is. Just that's like awesome. Friends, yeah. yeah, no, that's cool. Like, you know, football forms this bond and you can tell, like I've talked to, you know, six other, you guys, teammates, and I, I can tell there's like this tight bond between it's all of you guys. Yeah. yeah. So that's awesome. You know, you see it, you're talking like 30 years ago, no, almost 40 years ago oh, now yeah. with your dad and Bo. So uh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. So, you know, family, family ties run deep there. Yeah. Um, and Michael, you're, you're a local guy. So how did you end up? at YSU so originally I um I didn't have really much recruiting coming out of uh out of high school I got a full scholarship to go d2 between academic and athletic yeah uh to Walsh University but I didn't I knew I wanted to play at at least a higher level if I could Mm -hmm. so I didn't get I had I had a preferred walk-on from Bo and them but then they had left um and I still didn't feel like they were too interested in me at 
at the time, which is completely understandable. I'm just a, a young kid in high school, and they didn't know if they liked me or not. Sure. So I originally committed to Slippery Rock, and then the coach that I was talking to from John Carroll University, which is a D3 college up mm -hmm. in Cleveland, um, he was the D staff, uh, D coordinator there. He actually came here with Coach Phillips' original squad, um, Coach John Schaefer, and he – he heard that I um, committed to Slippery Rock and still wanted me to. I didn't sign anything, mm -hmm. so I still um, I decommitted from there and then came here, which was um, I knew my opportunity for growth was greater here than at Slippery Rock. I um, so yeah, decided to bet on myself and come walk on here. And that's it awesome. Was, uh, never looked back. I'm very glad that I did. That's yeah, that's fantastic. And yeah. you know, YSU has a long history of success. Um, you know, yeah. a lot of people are like, oh, YSU FCS level, but you look at all the look at all the national championships, yeah. look at all the guys that have put in the NFL. I mean, heck, yeah. two scored yeah, touchdowns this past yeah, weekend, yeah. uh, which is which is awesome. Yeah. Uh, and very important touchdowns in those games, too. Yeah, so sure. um, but you know, YSU has not just put guys in the NFL, but they put guys on a path to success mm. whether it's in football or in life mm -hmm. and uh so i think you guys have made uh the right choice here so um being through the recruiting process both of you guys you know maybe going from baseball to football and maybe going from not highly recruited to yeah. hey getting getting a look from a, a yeah. d1 school yeah. what's some advice you could give to some kids out there that might be in your shoes right now you know that are, are looking at, hey, maybe I'm getting recruited by a John Carroll, but I want to go to YSU, or maybe I'm getting recruited at whatever school and I want to go, you know, a higher level. So mm -hmm. what, what's some advice for those kids? Um, For me, like what I would tell any kid is like, you go, you want to pick the school, like where you're not just like, if you weren't playing football, you yeah. would actually still enjoy like going to school there. Mm -hmm. Like for me, I visited, I think it was North Alabama. Mm -hmm. And then here in like North Alabama, I'm they're telling me, oh, you're going to get playing time your first year, this and that. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, but I want to go take the visit to YSU. And for me, like after my visit here, like on Sunday, like that Sunday morning after like, you know, being here for a couple of days, I was like, yeah, oh, I got to come here versus North Alabama. Like, just like yeah. the people that I met, like, like at the time, like the staff and like, you know, just the area in general, mm -hmm. I, I like liked it way more here than I did there. It just kind of felt like I fit in more. Yeah. And just just like, yeah. what what time of year did you come here? I was just curious. Oh, it was that first. winter. It was I wasn't. <laughs> so oh, being was... a Georgia guy, like <laughs> I mean, obviously your dad, you know, has Ohio yeah. ties, but like, um, was the weather a shock to you? No, not really. I mean, okay. my mom's from Michigan. Okay, dad's okay. From up like Cleveland, Columbus yeah, yeah. Areas, like lived in both areas growing up. So I mean, I was I was kind of like already like used to it. Like, sure, I'd visited so many times and like. It's not like yeah. I never saw snow like some of the Florida guys. <laughs> you know, like I forget. I think it was like Tay Payne back when, yeah, when yeah, he first got here. He was like he saw snow for the first time. He was like, "Well, this is crazy." Was, oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it really it's is. Crazy. When you're when you're not used to it, it's a shock. Oh, it's, it's a, a shock yeah, for sure. Michael Boyd did the same yeah. thing. <laughs> Michael Boyd, that's funny. What advice would you have for a, a young kid that's maybe going through the recruiting process? So, if you're going through the recruiting process first be grateful that you even like have that opportunity mm -hmm. and i'm kind of the not like i like the guys at slippery rock but i didn't like the coaches so it was kind of hard like to the to mesh not mm -hmm. to say i didn't like the coaches but i just I really, wasn't maybe yeah, the best fit for i really you. did enjoy the guys but mm -hmm. coming here i i understood that the coaches saw something in me whether it was big or small mm -hmm. i wanted to i knew that if i put the time in 
then this is where I could be my best. Yeah. And understanding that no, like try and find what fits for you. Mm-hmm. But honestly, if you want to bet on yourself, bet on yourself. Mm-hmm. What, what else do you have to, you don't have anything to lose yeah. regardless. So find the place that you want to take a shot on yourself and really go into it. Not don't have, um, can we, yeah, uh, go for it. Don't half ass it. Yeah. Really <laughs> yeah. Put a, you say whatever you want, yeah, put your, <laughs> put everything you have into it and it may or may not, uh, mm-hmm. pay back to you. So, yeah, that's, yeah. that's great advice. I, I love like two aspects of that, like yeah. go where you're wanted and, yeah. or feel wanted and feel yeah. appreciated. Yeah. And you know, Go where you might enjoy also the school, the city, the town, whatever it might be, not just the football aspect of it. Those are both pieces of advice that a lot of people should uh, take with that. Not whether you're an athlete or not, you know, like pick the right school for you. That makes the most sense. Um, Now, obviously, you guys had a real tough one this past weekend. So football is so many times the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. I'm a Cleveland Browns fan, yeah. so I know that all too well. Yeah. Um, you know, but also watching you guys this weekend, you know, like you, you know, it, there were so many opportunities and this and that, and you know, watching it from as a fan, as a bystander, as someone not in the program, I can only imagine. You know, like I don't want to bring it back and bring you guys down or anything like that. But how do you guys handle and bounce back from a tough loss like that? Well, for sure, you got to check your emotions at the door when you walk in the next day. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of, you can't just go in there saying like, "Oh, I did this, I did that." That's, yeah, everybody messes up. Like mm-hmm. that's just how it is. You yeah. know, like no one's perfect in the game. Like trying to exactly be perfect in an imperfect world. It's just it is what it is. No doubt. You no, know, you got to just be able to walk in there, understand like you let we let that one slip away. Mm-hmm. It's on us and it's on everybody. You know, yeah. coaches, players, yeah, you know, just anybody that's involved in it. It's all it's on everybody. Yeah. It's just kind of yeah how you have to think about it and be able to go in there with the mindset of I'm going to learn. I'm going to watch mm-hmm. the film, be able to sit there and just take the shots when I got to take them. And yeah. Be able to sit there, see what I did good, see what I did bad and different, and just be able to go, okay, it happened. Like, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. You got to move on to next week because if you dwell on it, it's just going to snowball and get worse and mm-hmm. worse and worse. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, people like to point a lot of fingers at certain points and yeah. pivotal, pivotal points in the game, but you can't. If, if you're pointing fingers, you're not looking into the mirror and you're mm-hmm. not understanding the things that you could have done, whether it would have been a better step to put you in a better position to make a play sure. when you could have. So just moving forward, just understanding that things are going to happen, whether it's life or football, mm-hmm. you have to move forward. No it's, doubt. Struggling is essential in life. And if you dwell on the past, like Jake said, then mm-hmm. you're going to get you're in a crash. That's why your uh, your windshield is bigger than your rear view mirror. That's, that's right. nice. You yeah. put that on bumper sticker yeah, right yeah, there. Yeah. Like that's good. Yeah. That's good. Um, but yeah, accountability. That's that's yeah. That's Dude, awesome. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Very good. Um, all right. So let let's switch it up and let's have a little fun now. Since <laughs> I since I brought it all the way down uh, on that one. So let's start with let's start with you. And right. I'm and and you feel free to help out if you know <laughs> any of these. I I'm gonna guess you probably don't. But we're gonna start with Jake and go with some Marietta, Georgia trivia questions so um i i i had to do my research here because i i didn't know a lot of this a lot of it is people from there okay some of it's some trivia in there mixed in so let's start with this one 
This is one of the most iconic landmarks in Marietta, known as this 56-foot-tall bird. Oh, it's the KFC chicken. It's yeah, 56-tall KFC oh, I know that. big chicken. Right next to the cookout, baby. Okay. <laughs> All right. Awesome. This writer, her name was Margaret Mitchell, is the author of this famous book, which turned into a movie. It's from like the 30s. Um, <laughs> lived in Marietta, where she wrote the famous novel. Uh, in the Margaret Mitchell the house. Author, or am I guessing the? You're guessing the author. Oh, jeez. Or no, I'm sorry. You're okay. guessing the title of the the book. Oh, it's turned into a movie. I've I, I mean, I've only seen bits and pieces of this movie. I know it's like famous, big <laughs> time. Gone with the wind. Gone with the wind is right. Yeah. Very good. All right. Um, an actor. This actor played the main villain. Um. In Terminator 2, Judgment Day. Oh, my God. He is from Marietta, Georgia. That's crazy. I mean, like, I know the character. I just don't know his name. He has two first names, technically. I'm, I know I'm not going to be able to get this one. <laughs> I'm already saying it right now. Robert Patrick. Okay. Robert Patrick. Yeah. So he's the guy I that didn't like know, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize he was from Marietta. All right. Um, all right. This is a current running back for the Kansas City Chiefs from Marietta, Georgia. Oh, Jerry McKinnon? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he went to yep. Georgia Southern. Yep. Dang, that's sweet. This country music star is from Marietta, Georgia. He has, um, his initials are T.T. I don't, this is kind of fun. I don't listen to country music. Yeah, I'm not a big country music to, guy either, country, but man. Travis Tritt. But okay. that that's like yeah. a name, like I don't listen to it, but that's a that's yeah. a name I, I, I know. I just don't listen to country that often to really know it yeah well if you don't know that one this one's gonna be tough too oh. this is a female singer but she had the number one song in the entire world in 1998 called crush her her name is jennifer page so okay yeah all right here this one i think you'll be able to get this is an nba star superstar right now plays for the boston celtics from marietta georgia played at cal yeah, I know. Why am I blanking on his name right now? Where's number seven? I, no, I know. But I'm just blanking on the name, man. His last name is Brown. Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown. Very good. All right. You mentioned your area is huge, well known for baseball. Yeah. This is a, I believe he's a Chicago Cub right now. There's so many cash. Former there. Atlanta Brave, but he was the number one pick in the, 2000, Swanson. Yep, in the 2015 draft. Okay. Um, all right, this is an NFL kicker. I'm not sure if he's on an active roster right now. Let me guess he played at Georgia. He played at Georgia. Yeah, favorite high school. Why am I? Um, oh, played for the Indianapolis God. Colts, the Arizona Cardinals. He wears glasses, too. He I, wears those like, goggles. I know him. Yep. Like, I, I'm blanking so bad. Rodrigo Blankenship. Jeez, he went, yeah, he went to Sprayberry High School. Did you guys play them? Is that like a rival? No, like, you guys? I think they're like a division or two below us. Oh, okay. It's like right in okay. my area, yeah. And Sorry, the, <laughs> this is a, uh, I'm not sure which current NFL team he's on. I know he was drafted by the 49ers. He was with the Eagles for a little while, but he is last year of college. He played at Ohio State, and he is the all-time single game rusher for the Ohio State Buckeyes. He did it in the Big Ten title game a few years back. Oh, my God. I'm These are tough. I mean, I think I know. This. You know it? Is it Sermon? Cool. It is Sermon. Trey Sermon. Trey Sermon. Yeah. That's a good... Trey Sermon. Very good. 
He's right. from my area. That yeah, he's from. He says well, he's from Marietta, Georgia. I, I don't have the high school. The high school? I wish I would have known. I'll that look. Game. I'll look it up yeah, though. I'll look it up. That game. Yeah, he's like three hundred and. Yeah, 24 yards nuts. or something like that. that All right. Nuts. Feel free to jump in on any of these Poland, Ohio questions. I don't know what you're going to have for this. <laughs> there, there, there's some, there's some stuff in here. Uh, and we have a, a co-op with uh, another local podcast, the MLO Bros. Okay. I had to like text them and ask them for <laughs> some uh, Poland. Yeah, so, scavenge for some Poland trivia. Th- this, this one, I think. You'll probably know he's a little bit before your guys' time, but he was a controversial political figure from Poland. He played football at Pitt. He was a quarterback. He was also the sheriff in Mahoning County and a United States congressman. He is like, there was a huge number one podcast about him this past year. Um, I say his first name is Jim or James. Dude, I have no idea. (laughs) Jim Trafficant. No. So he is like uh, he's a local legend. Good. So that's all right. Well before your time. <laughs> all right. Here's a U.S. president that oh, grew up. McKinley. All right. Yeah. <laughs> but did we you know a, this? We have a school named after him. Yeah. yeah exactly. McKinley, McKinley yeah. Elementary. That's and right. apparently he gave some speech from his front porch in Poland, Ohio. One time. I don't. So, yeah, I don't know that. But so you know. There him. you go. Yeah. All right. You played football that's at. Right. Uh, at Poland or yeah. Bulldog. Yeah. Um, do you know the name of the field? Pavlansky. Pavlansky. Yeah. Right. A local legend. Yeah. I, I actually coached uh, his granddaughter and yeah. I played for Dave mm-hmm. the son. So and uh, you know, Moransky actually offered to pay for that field, but um, they went with Pavlansky. And you know Moransky. Oh, knows, yeah. Everybody yeah. knows Moransky in the next time. So, yeah. Yeah. They're. Um, yeah, Maransky helps out. Maransky's great guy. Yeah, Pavlansky, sure. great, yeah. great family. And Pavlansky so. is, uh, I believe, his son is the one who's coaching Poland right now. Yes, yeah. Tom is coaching at Poland, and then uh, his his other son just his, won a state championship yeah, at Canfield last That's year. Right. So, um, yeah, and um, his uh, one of the other sons, Dave, uh, is a teacher at Boardman, and he was like well renowned. Um, with track across okay, the country okay but uh my one year of football i played for dave yeah, okay. too so <laughs> uh um all right this one i had no idea what this one is so i'm not giving you much of a chance on this <laughs> there's a statue in the middle of town there in 224 where it kind of crosses yeah do you know the name of the guy or what that place is called oh i don't i drive past it every day i don't know what it so is. his his name is jonathan fowler Okay, and it's known as Fowler's Place. No. Literally had no clue. On I should have known that. I drive past it every day. All right, here, here, here's the most random one. Last okay. one. Okay. This, <laughs> this is so random. <laughs> this female Poland resident is known as the Blank Lady, as she does this up and down 224 in front of hundreds of drivers. You gotta know this one if you're from Poland, the Dancing Lady. Yeah, <laughs> I see her all the time. I it's mean, Mrs. Baker. I know, I know her. I've yeah, to her. she's yep. awesome. Yeah, she, she, uh, one of so there was a girl that went to either Mooney or Erston. I forget what it was, but her mom is the Dancing Lady, Mrs. Oh, Mrs. Baker. She's mm-hmm. she's like an per- everyday thing. No, she if it's. I, a, uh, if it's a nicer day, it could be like cloudy. Yeah. But if she's feeling it, she's, she's gonna there. get out there in the very middle of Poland and dance. She. Awesome. Yeah, I think the cops but, actually had to warn her because there's been an accident or two because people crazy. just stare at her. Yeah. Like dancing. But so talking to her, she's an incredible lady. Yeah. She's uh, she's pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. So 
I had to throw that in every, with yeah. poll and trivia. That's so. a great one. That's a good one. <laughs> so That's hilarious. speaking of interesting environments and stuff like that, and interesting sites, what's the coolest, and you can't say YSU, what's uh, the coolest place you guys have ever played in, whether it's high school, college, whatever? Best environment, let's say. Turner Field, my senior, my first game. Really? Yeah, so this is like okay. after the, the old, like, Falcon Stadium was like, yeah. getting shut down. They were building like Mercedes Benz. Mm -hmm. So like every year, like the first game of the high school season is built, like, is played at the, it's called the Corky Kell Classic. Yeah, ten games in two days all in the same field. Wow! And my game was like the last game to be played. And so we, field all ripped up. Yeah, a little bit, but it's like <laughs> it's at Turner Field, which they, yeah. you know they converted that to Georgia State's football yes. stadium. Yes. So this is like we were like the first people to really play on it. That's awesome. And our game started like 10 o'clock at night i didn't get home till four in the morning we won the game wow. like we'd come back win, blocked a field goal at the end of the game to win and um like it was kind of crazy because like that environment like just being there it's mm -hmm. like the first year for our head coach it's like my first year getting back all yeah. these guys were preseason to go like three and seven two and eight and, we and you said out. you went 12 and one or something yeah we yeah. That, the team that we played ended up winning state and the team that we lost to in playoffs end up losing in the state championship so it's kind of like a weird feeling yeah but um no it was it was crazy because it's like 1 45 in the morning two in the morning and you're still playing <laughs> that is crazy it's kind of wild it was insane it's like midnight madness in basketball yeah, kind of like the it was, same it was thing pretty crazy that's that's really and cool like, what, what's that called again the corky kill classic okay yeah okay very cool so for me uh obviously playing in ohio state was definitely super cool this, yeah. pa this past year i grew up my whole life being an ohio state fan but um more i think about it really just youngstown after we win mm -hmm. there's nothing like a nothing like going back down into that locker room and uh singing the fight song I, slap that, yeah, hang, that, hang that is so stuff. awesome like yeah. you know when you guys when you guys get those big wins and stuff yeah. posting that video yeah um of you guys singing in the locker room is pretty awesome yeah. so it's uh there's some cool experiences in high school that i had beating shoulders two weeks in a row oh shout yeah out, shout out to brandon <laughs> for that. Sorry, um, but uh yeah that's cool why shoe after one yeah sure. i would yeah. say it was really cool though yeah like my dad yeah i was gonna say I did yeah. that, that had to bring back some memories because you've yeah. probably been there as a kid a lot like my like i guess like what my dad was telling me like growing up like he would like be selling flyers outside or mm -hmm. i forget what it was but like he'd be like doing whatever outside the stadium as a kid yeah then he got to play there and then mm -hmm. as i was growing up I always went to like a game every year yeah when i was a little kid and then like for him seeing me play there mm -hmm. and like competing out there and like holding my own like yeah sometimes making actually like good blocks and all that kind of stuff yeah like, after the game i'm looking i'm like are you about to cry he's like, <laughs> he's like no i'm like and i look at my mom and she's like yeah he's about to cry i'm like that's yeah. crazy so was your this dad wearing cool. like the ohio state shirt underneath the ysu gear <laughs> he was I full pain he that day, I'm sure. gear. I don't know. he's like i'm rooting for you but like, i think he did wear his state because <laughs> yeah, that's I, crazy you, you introduced me to him i think he was yeah. i'll tell you what though like because i i'm i'm an ohio state grad and i was at yeah. that game but i'm obviously from here yeah. i live here now and you know you guys you guys held your own and yeah. you guys played your asses off that day it's it was, like it's kind of weird hearing that though because it's like when you watch the tape and we like, still left like so much out there. we left so much right out there. It's right. like it's like a bittersweet where it's like yeah like the moral victory like yeah we went out there right we played, right like we held our own but at the same time it's like yeah you guys don't want to hear that like, we should have did Been like done even, more like there's so many things that we, we left out there mm -hmm. where it's like yeah. if we did this differently but that's just how it always is after every yeah. game yeah, yeah. No, no matter no, what the score is true. no doubt no doubt Very yeah true. that that's uh you know from a you know a 
couch quarterback or whatever perspective. <laughs> it was just, it was cool though to see you guys. And for me, that was like a weird dynamic because obviously yeah. I watch you guys, I root for you yeah. guys. I'm an Ohio State alum. I watch them, I root for yeah. them. So that, that was like just a weird game to be at in general, yeah. but it was awesome to see you guys. First drive of the game, boom, yeah. right down the field. Yeah, score. Was that was that was awesome. So, um, and Ohio State, you see what their defense is doing this year. They're yeah. not giving up my, many oh, points. Yeah. So yeah. you guys to go down and um, and do that is awesome. Uh, so I want to know a little bit about your guys' past and stuff. So who is a player um, what that you like emulated kind of growing up that was either like a role model. It could be a family member. It could be a friend. It could be someone in the NFL. You know, who was someone you looked up to, uh, to that you kind of like modeled your game after, or you're just like, that guy's freaking awesome. I love the yeah. way he plays. So growing up my, like growing up, I'm like the typical, uh, football kid. I grew up, my brother was the captain football star. So I'm growing up throwing the ball on the sideline, running out and getting tackled right after the game's over and everything like that. So really growing up, I looked up to my brother and mm -hmm. just trying to be everybody was like, oh, your brother did this. Are you going to be as tough as him or whatever mm -hmm. it was? So really, I just wanted to match that and and push past that. So I think I'm still trying to chase him, even though he's been he's been done for some years. But, yeah, I looked up to my brother and some players that I like to emulate now probably be like James Harrison because mm -hmm. he's that shorter stature um, defensive end who was a dog and. Played right down the yeah, road too yeah. at Kent, and then yeah, yeah I mean, exactly. He's a all, star. All, yeah, all of his um his journey was just incredible with all the cuts that he had, and just the way he approached mm -hmm. the game was uh pretty funny. But the documentary was crazy. Yeah, definitely. The documentary is awesome. I I have not seen it. It's, it's a great. It's a good watch for sure. It, do you what, know what it's called? A football life. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, football life. Really okay. Good. Yeah, it's yeah. Really good. Okay. I'll have to check that but one definitely out. Definitely my brother growing up. Everybody just measured me against him. Yeah. Even though there was nine years in, in between us. Being the little brother, yeah. you, that toughens you up yeah. a lot, I'm no, sure. For sure. Yeah, everybody's like, oh, you're the baby. But I was like, no. Nah. <laughs> uh, sometimes me and my brother the... used to wrestle every, <laughs> every day. <laughs> That'll toughen you up yeah. real fast. Yeah. That'll toughen you up real fast. Jake, how about you? Who's someone uh, you looked up to? I mean, clear for me, it was my dad. Yeah. Me, him playing and all that kind of yeah. stuff. What position did he play? He played linebacker. Okay. Yeah, he's about like, uh, he so right there with. Kind of like my size. Yeah. And like, like talking to all of his former teammates and like high school teammates. And they're like, your dad's a bad dude, man. Yeah. And it's like, crazy it's like i'm playing baseball though but, yeah. <laughs> yeah hey yeah, i mean but like you know that kind of like the way he is like hearing about that kind of stuff and seeing how successful he is like as a role model mm -hmm. like as like someone i'm looking up to like definitely like i'm glad that he's like my dad yeah is getting to talk to him and pick his brain all the time and like you know getting the random text like on like a monday morning about like the game that happened like later this past weekend yeah getting the text and i'm like part of me is like i just want you to be my dad but the same yeah. time like just yeah the coach but at the same time it's like not many people have that in their life yes. like where they get it. Mm -hmm. they, under, they lived it. So it's definitely like a weird dynamic, but I'm grateful for it. Yeah. But going back to the other thing where it's like kind of players I like to emulate, I guess you could say Kyle Juszczyk, mm. where it's like, I'm not like the, I'm not like six, six, 265 yeah. pounds. Like, you know, like he's like so versatile and like, he's like the Swiss army knife. Like I have to do a lot of different things on offense and yeah. be able to block run short. Is he, is he from Medina? He's from like around I here, think I think. From Ohio, right? Yeah, I he think. I Harvard, think he's though, from. Yeah. 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 Smart mm -hmm. guy. yeah. Yeah. But um, no, like the way that they use him, I'm like, that's really neat because like not many guys are able to do that many things so well. Exactly. Like that's kind of like something that I would love to do, where it's like, be able to be used like every single way, like blocking, pass mm -hmm. protection, 
you know, running routes and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, I'm okay with not catching like a million footballs yeah. in a season. Cause like, I know that if I make a certain block and it helps bring a guy mm-hmm. for like 60 yards for a touchdown, it's like me scoring a touchdown too. Exactly. So it's like that feeling of, you know, being able to score without actually even holding the ball. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. That's, too. that's cool. I like the self selflessness too. It's like, you know, you talk, you, we had the, the two O linemen on last week and it's like, they're they they get they said they're super excited when a running backs in because they know hey i helped pave the way for them right. you know it's, it's like you don't get that recognition all the time but you know is if you're catching the touchdown yeah. pass or whatever like like you were saying like the couch quarterback they mm-hmm. might see it like oh he's caught like he caught like two footballs yeah exactly but for like going to film it's like you because of that block you made you helped get that guy 15 it, more yards exactly instead of like being stopped for five yards and it's like the little things where mm-hmm. it's like let's say i'm in pass protection I end up doing a good job at the end. Yeah. I give that, I give Mitch a couple more seconds. Exactly. Get, like, another second just to get the ball out. Like it's a good feeling, you know, mm-hmm. being able to see the success of other people because of something that I'm just doing my, my little part in it. Exactly. Do, do your job. And, yeah. and yeah. football is truly the biggest team sport there is. Yeah. If, if one guy out of those 11 aren't doing their oh, job, it's, it's going to be a glaring, uh, highlight tape you for the other team. So yeah. you don't want it to be, they just circle you with that red laser on film. They're so like, yeah, I was going to say, do you guys, have you guys ever been called out like that on film more times than you oh, want? My God. <laughs> Especially when I was, uh, when I was young here, young, not, not young, but at Youngstown fresh in my career here, I was still doing, I wasn't living right off the field. And once, if you're not living right off the field, mm-hmm. it's going to show on the field. So if you're not taking care of business, you're going to get circled with that little red, mm-hmm. red, uh, little red laser. So I remember yeah. a specific time when I think we played North Dakota State my second year. And I, I'm young, so it's like, like I'm playing mm-hmm. some, but it's like I don't really get it yet where it's yeah. like I'm truly understanding like how everything yeah. is kind of working. Yeah. And I remember I gave up a sack that game. And the next day, like we're watching film, and I remember – Bo's just sitting there <laughs> circling it like, Bo, I'm sorry. I love you, Bo. But <laughs> I remember I, he starts, you know, ripping me a new ass. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, my dad's going to probably hear about this. I was going to say today. playing with your dad, he he probably feels oh. like he can rip you more than like yeah. the normal guy. Well, there too. Times yeah. when my dad called and be like, why don't you go get a good week of practice? I'm like, I hate you. <laughs> like, I hate you guys. I'm like, you guys do too much. Oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's not hilarious at the time, but it's right, a good. But it, like, it's a good story back on later. It, it's like, yeah. like now, it's like if I, I like if I had to handle something like that now, I'd be like, okay, like sounds good. Like, yeah, I get it. Mm-hmm. Just take it in stride. But like younger me, I'm like, don't know what's going on. My, yeah, my heart's dropped. I'm like, my stomach's getting twisted. I'm like, Jesus, like, am I, am I ever gonna play again? I'm like, I ended up losing some playing time that year, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like, God, this sucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a real feeling. And and literally, like one play, it's like. You know, you could make 50 good blocks in a yeah, row or, fit, you know, fit, yeah, but that one play stands yeah. out. And then it's like, it, that's what we were talking yeah. about with the alignment the other day. It's like, you know, you make 50 good path, pass protections, run blocks, whatever it might be. But it's that show. one that your name, you, you get a holding call or you yeah. get, you know, it's like, it's un- unfortunate, but you're doing your job a lot of times when your name isn't called. Right. So, yeah. um, but overall, you know, you're doing your job one through 11. Um, so. You guys play. You you played this past weekend in a dome. North Dakota has a dome. Um, what what's like the toughest environment in the um, you know Missouri Valley to play in? <clears throat> North Dakota State and you and I, like both we'll of do. those places. So yeah, 
North Dakota State last year, I didn't really play. I played special teams, um, but I don't I don't know if it's necessarily tough. The AstroTurf, it's they it's make the closest it, thing to it. It's yeah, like carpet. They, they oh, make man. it yeah. out to they make it out to be something super bad, but really once you get on there and you're playing on it, it's not too, it's not terrible. Um which field is that again? Uh uh you and I okay. And then we play on another field that has that in South Dakota. Okay. South they have Dakota that State. same yeah. Is it the same turf? Yeah, South Dakota. And like on every yard line you can feel the divots. Oh, I bet. It's, yeah. yeah, it's bad. But um <laughs> really I didn't Western Hill was my least favorite. Just oh, you walk, God. you walk a mile to the locker room for halftime. Once you're coming on and off the field, and their turf is like playing on this table. Bob and Steve, who are the radio guys, too, told me that's like the worst place to go in the MVC. It's yeah. just, yeah. A, it's just a, the trip in general is just kind of like, ugh. yeah. And, oh, and Indiana State because we drive there and back. Oh, Eight-hour drive, so, yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. So is there like? Um, X amount of miles you fly versus X amount of miles you drive. I don't, you know? I don't, I don't know. know that. Okay. But I know that Indiana State is the only place we drive to. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, knows when we're if away you look at Indiana the map State. of the conference, yeah, we're the I mean, East. like, we're like the only like, school that's like around here. Exactly. Yeah. You're like far east. I think the closest, yeah. uh, the closest school is probably Indiana State, yeah. right? And they're, yeah. they're far that's west, Indiana. So yeah. it's like, I mean, that's, that's crazy, but then you look at the MAC conference, and it's like yeah. half those teams can drive. You know, there's yeah, so many exactly. schools in. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, all right, let's talk about a couple of your teammates. So, I'm going to say a word. You guys tell me which teammate it describes the best. Cannot be the two of you. It's got to be a teammate that's not here. Yeah, to say the name at the same time, or what, he'll go and then I'll just go. Just whatever we think, man. Probably. How about same time? First, first name that comes out, just okay. just say it. Okay. Toughest. I'm sorry. I thought me first, <laughs> RJ and Marcus. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'd say team, I'd say RJ, RJ and Marcus. I mean, now. they have being able to raise a like have a family. Yeah. Like of your own mm -hmm. and like doing all this, it's that's tougher than any injury in my opinion because you actually like you have so many responsibilities outside yeah. of it. Like I couldn't imagine. Like I remember like sometimes seeing Marcus. I'm like, dude, you got to be tired. And he's like, yeah, late night, early morning. I'm like, jeez, dude. Yeah. I'll, I'll say. Chris, Chris Fitz. Okay. Chris yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Good answers, though. Love it. Yeah. Fastest. Joey Farther. No question about that. Yeah. I mean, you're it's just, just he's on it right now. Huh? I'd say Joey, too. Most intense guy in or out of the locker room. <laughs> Aunt Johnson. Aunt Johnson. <laughs> Aunt Johnson. Uh, smartest. Now, that could be school or football IQ, whatever you deem. Mitch. Mitch okay. Davidson. Football IQ, Mitch. Um, academic, though. I mean, I mean, quarterback room is pretty good about academics. Were they? Were they number one? Were they number Maybe. one? I don't, I don't know. The um, D, I will say this. I'll give a shout out to the D line. D line, D -line was better. number three. Okay. Number three in rooms uh, in terms of overall GPA when dude, everything's was, combined. Dude, I was just thinking about this. Who's, um, what is CJ's major? Isn't he like a mechanical engineering major? Or I don't oh, wow. know. I don't CJ? Know I don't know. I know Serrano is a, Engineering major. I know Bren is a Bren's a nurse. Bren's, Bren's a nurse, and yeah. that, that's and a tough Ma major. Oh yeah, Metzler too is going to the pre med. What's yeah. what's Aiden Parker? What's his major? What is he business maybe? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He, He's he threw he yeah. threw himself out there. As he said, I might be one of the smartest on the he team. Is a <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta know what's going on out there. 
Yeah. Coe's up there for the toughest, too. I just, Ethan Coe is up there. Okay. Yeah, he's a trooper. Yeah. Who is the overall, any sport, any game, whatever, best athlete? RJ. I say Bo Brungard. Okay. Yeah. Watching a 300-pound man catch a football one hand and throw with his left out 30-plus yards and just run around. Or or Diggs. Diggs Diggs is up there, too. Diggs is a ball player. Yeah. Diggs Diggs will literally just be throwing 60-yard bombs off his back foot. (laughs) Like, just nothing. And and he was a hooper in high school, too. But I heard there's some solid basketball players on that team. Yeah. Yeah. Who um who do you think is the most competitive guy? Is that the same as the most intense? Or is there a, no. a more you can be competitive and be relaxed? Yeah. It's like it's different. Competitive. Uh a lot of guys come up though. Yeah. Like I want to say myself though. It's, it's like, probably I, like ever, everybody you know. goes about it differently. Yeah. Like some guys are like kind of relaxed and kind of go about their own mm-hmm. way, but like like I know for sure Mitch is mm-hmm. just being around him for yeah, five, six years, like I know how yeah. competitive he is and like it's it's infectious. Like it's yeah, like you want to be around that, you know? Mm-hmm. Like having a guy like that in the huddle. It's like Bo Brumgard too. I would definitely like, yeah. Yeah. he's really competitive, like even just about like little things. Mm-hmm. Like you could be at like the football house playing shooting like hoops and he's trying to beat you in. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Making sure that like you're playing ping pong with him. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> no, that, that's it. That's it. I'm like, no, it's not. Like, yeah, it is. Scores like four two. I'm like, I thought it was Three one, oh, yeah, no, yeah. No, four two. I'm like, all right, bro. Like you. he's beating you no matter what, or he's oh, gonna he's try so to beat you no matter what. Yeah, that's all. Hey, well, that's how a lot of us are, though. Like, you yeah. kind of have to be that wired that way. Mm-hmm. Exactly. To be 100%. at this level, you kind of have to be competitive. Yeah. So, uh, tell me. I mean, you're from here, yeah. so uh, this question is gonna be more for you. So, being not from Youngstown, and you can answer this too after, but I want I want Jake to go first on okay. this one. What's the best part of living in Youngstown since you've moved here? I mean, I said this a couple of years ago in like a WKBN interview, but like the people that I've met here, mm-hmm. like I can't like thank them enough. Like the just good people in general, like just the blue collar attitude. Yeah. Like, you know, meeting guys at the, on the team that are from here outside mm-hmm. from football, like yeah. people I've worked for, you know, either at Sports World or at the liquor store down here. Mm-hmm. Like, like they're all just good people and they mean well and like, always like you know, i might be from like atlanta but it's like because i've been here for long enough now where it's like i feel like the part of me is like a part of youngstown now, no you know? doubt yeah. yeah like just like just open arms like here you are man like yeah wanna... once you've lived here this long you're yeah. you always got a little youngstown yeah, in your like blood a, no like matter just a little what part of me is gonna be youngstown forever you know yeah. yep and and so what being from poland mm. you know real close suburb yeah. what's the best part of playing here for your hometown school i would say for the people as well obviously for my family but one thing that came to mind was i don't know if you're familiar with rising star baptist church up on uh up on the sharon line but the people that i've met there and the pastor of that church is the pastor of uh our team who will travel with us and give us prayer but um the people at rising star have welcomed me in with well um open arms and everything like that and like just the people here are incredible that they, they live and die for this city so it's um all those the youngsters of this place like to give it some some crap mm-hmm. but it's um it's an unbelievable They'll learn city eventually. exactly yeah like exactly you gotta understand the yeah. the better things the things that matter in life yeah and that's what youngstown does well so. it's kind of crazy because like 
for me, like being here long enough, like now I have like a, like I te- like I, every morning I get a text from Mr. Jenkins, the guy that works the gate by the Watts. Okay. And I get a scripture every morning. And like, yeah. like I'm Jewish. Like I didn't like never didn't grow up going to church or anything, but like mm-hmm. I still like just a guy that like lives in Youngstown, like being able to like sit there and take the time out of his morning to yeah. do that every day. Like he's it's, just thinking he's thinking about you. Yeah, like yeah. speaks volumes on like the people of this area. Like mm-hmm. it's just good people. Yeah, yeah. I love it. I love it. Uh so you guys have the number five team in FCS coming in to your home. You guys beat them last year. Um and so I don't even look at me on this one. Look at that camera right there and tell people what you want, uh, why you want them to come out to the game on Saturday. You want to start off? You, you got it. You got it. Well, I mean, for starters, number five team in the country. It's going to be a giant game for us. I mean, we're two and two right now, so we can use all the support we can get. And, you know, just in general, like, I understand, like, like we all get it. Like, we lost. We kind of let that one slip last week, but – this is a huge opportunity for us to, you know, jumpstart the rest of the season for us. I mean, we beat them. I mean, after them, like, I, mean, I don't want to look like that far ahead, but like, this is a ginormous game for us. And this is something that could really project us to go further into the season and, you know, hopefully really kick off like the rest of the year for us. So everything is still ahead of us. We win this game. We got all we want, but. Like I said, we win this game. We have to win this game. And with your guys' support and everything that you guys do for us, the Penguins will start fast and finish fast. So thank you. So Youngstown, Boardman, Poland, Struthers, Campfield, wherever you're from, get out, support the Penguins. Saturday, I think it's a 6 p.m. kick. So you got no excuse if you're a Buckeye fan that you can't watch the Ohio State game and get down and watch you the Penguin game too. Game too yeah, exactly. You, you, you <laughs> exactly. So get your ass down to the Ice Castle. Be loud and yeah. get out there and support the Penguins. These guys need your support. Uh, and and hey, have, have, hey, you got plenty of time on, to uh, pregame before too. Rowdy, so these guys can't do it. So it. you do it for them. So uh, get out, support uh, Jake, Michael, and the rest of the Penguins. Gentlemen, thank you guys so much for coming down. Appreciate it. It was great talking to you, and uh, go Penguins. So uh, stay tuned. Joe and I are going to uh, be right back with a quick, uh, about a 10-minute segment. But, uh, again, Jake, Jake, sorry, Michael, thank you guys for uh, coming down. Go Gwens, and uh, we wish you all the best the rest of the year. Thank you. you. All right, we are back. Going to do about a four-minute segment here. Um, Joe. Yes, sir. The Browns. Uh-huh. Roller coaster ride completely. We are the highest of highs. We are the lowest of lows. That felt low. Two and two. Yeah. So um, we have a bye week to recoup. You know, Deshaun Watson didn't play. I think they kind of punted on that game a little bit. Um, <clears throat> I think they can beat the Ravens at full strength. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Get another opportunity. Uh, you know couple weeks from now, maybe like five, six weeks, I think they play them again. What do the Browns need to do on the bye week? And should they try to trade for anyone? No, I don't don't think they should trade for anyone. I think they should heal up properly. Um, I do think that um, DTR just was was not ready for showtime. He just was not. I I mean, a lot of people, you know, you you want the glitz and glamour of uh, beating up on the New York Jets third string is a little different than the Baltimore Ravens first string, especially 
when you found out you are starting that morning. So you, you know what would be amazing though, like now that we, you know, even even on the comeback with with Watson, if they can involve DTR in the scheme a little bit just to get him out on the field, yeah, and get mentored and know that he's got the primary guy, you know, also there with him. I think that'd be a good idea. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. You know, but. They're playing the 49ers, who are probably the best team in the NFL right now um, in their next game. But eventually, they're going to lose. The 49ers are, are 4-0 right now, probably will be 5-0 by the time they come into Cleveland. But 1 o'clock kickoff for a West Coast team. We'll see. Now, does it concern you that Miles Garrett had a boot on on the way out of the stadium? Uh, I, I heard Stefanski say it was just precautionary. If he they were playing this week, he'd be ready to go. Okay. So it'd give him a little extra time to heal up. And he's not someone that needs all the reps and stuff. He knows what he's doing. So. Well, to lose two defensive ends concerns me. Yes. So that would yes. be bad. Really, really bad. Yes. Yes. Um, one thing I want to address, we got two minutes left, um, is Tito Francona. Last couple games as a manager, um, just closed it out this past weekend. Um, the all-time winning, winningest manager in Cleveland, Indians, Guardians, baseball history. Um, so congratulations to him. I don't know who's going to be the replacement. We'll keep an eye on that. Um, but uh, an amazing career. I think he's like 17th overall in Major League Baseball history and wins, which is which is pretty awesome. Um, and he kind of just gets us. He's like a good, he's like a Cleveland guy. So, mm -hmm. um, And then the Major League Baseball playoffs start today. Um, so I put my picks online with who I think is going to win the wild card round. Uh, but... If I'm putting my money down on any team, I'm going the Atlanta Braves. Um, they are just so freaking dominant on offense this year and have a solid pitching staff. Um, and then finally, like Ohio State was on a bye, but on Thursday's show, um, this is going to be pretty cool. And we might have to have a different setup for Thursday. I don't know. We might have to go in the back, but we got Jackie coming in from the Vindies. We have Joe, Nicole, and mark coming in from the youngstown marathon and uh that should just be a fun show mm. so if you want to if you want to co-host that one with okay. me we'll yeah. we'll have some fun with that one but make sure you watch on uh thursday for uh for that show but uh want to one more time thank jake thank michael for joining us down here get down to ysu if you can on this saturday support the penguins and uh, appreciate you guys watching the 330 Sports Show. Make sure to follow us on social and make sure to follow Youngstown Studio on all our platforms. For Joe, I'm Justin. Everybody have a great day. We'll see you on Thursday. Thank you for listening to this show on Youngstown Studio. If you like our programming, we invite you to subscribe to our YouTube channel, follow our Facebook page, or subscribe to your favorite podcast platform like iTunes or Spotify. This is original Youngstown content, and we would appreciate